Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I am Johnny Idle. And next to me this week is my lovely, talented, and incredibly tolerant girlfriend, Bessie. Hi, Bess. Hi there. <laughs> and across the table from us this week for this, we'll call it a Spooktober special or something like that, right? Yeah. Our very good friends. You've heard them on here before, Andy and Rebecca. Welcome back, guys. Thank Hi. you. Thank you. And I'm honored that I am a five Peter. The first five Peter. Yeah, the first five Peter. Five Peter. I expect to hear from Sonny this week. Like he'll be. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you're neck and neck. No, no hard feelings, Sonny. No, 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 no. I think once we get to like 10 Pete, we should have a prize for you. Oh, or yes. Or some special new thing that you do or something. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, the Johnny Idol t-shirt. Yeah. Or no, you got to get t-shirts made. I don't care. Or you'll do, the, you'll do the introduction. Or I'm something. sitting here wearing a Johnny Idol t-shirt right now as we're saying this. Like, <laughs> yeah. like how, how much of a I'll narcissist take, am I'll I? Take, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have one, one at home. <laughs> I might have one at home. What size do you wear? Uh, extra large. I might have one. I'll take a look. Uh, so have you guys done any fun October Halloween-esque things no, actually. No, not no, one. Andy is a Halloween Grinch. He does not like the holiday. Oh my no. God. Air the things like picking of sorts. He hates all things Halloween. Air the family laundry, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am a Halloween Grinch. Well, we'll uh, find out I'm, there's probably I'm, good I'm reason no for fun. that. Um and it's not that I don't want other people that I'm not gonna like come in a sleigh with a, my dog and, and steal all your Halloween decorations. <laughs> It's just, you know, after three kids, it just gets tiresome after a while. I bet, yeah. But how about so this is something that developed over time. You didn't always hate Halloween. Oh, well, I loved Halloween as a kid, but mm-hmm. now that I have to like prep for Halloween, yeah. it's, like, it's, like a, it's, it's like a holiday that you don't get the day off for. Right. Like, you know, I would have to leave work early to pick up the kids, to get them dressed, to start. I mean, oh my God. It's like, please, just, just give us the candy ahead of time and let's just <laughs> forego all this. Yeah, yeah, here, here, boom. Yeah. Just take that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, haven't done anything like fall anything type fall stuff, related? like picking apples or anything, or just pumpkin no. patch, scarecrow. It's, it's still early. It's 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 only October seventeenth. <laughs> That's true. It's halfway through Spooktober. I know. Hello. More. We, More well, than we we live Spooktober. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a great. Uh, we told you about earlier. We went to a great corn maze today. We had it was a lot of fun. We were it was huge. What was the place? What was it? Davis Farmland in Sterling, Mass. Yeah, it was a good time. It was like so twenty five bucks our, to get in, but they had a, probably be a foreshadowing of the final three. Well, maybe, but it's their final three, not ours. Oh, you're right. <laughs> not everything is about you, Bess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it got to the point where we just kept coming onto the same bridge over and over and over again. Yeah. So it got to, can you imagine like you're there, you're just looking around and then there's a, a 210 pound crazy person yelling out, we're all going to die. That's, that was me. I was oh, <laughs> I thought that was like one of the we're actors. No, it was an actor. It was me. We're all going to die. I, was, I knew I was Let's convinced see, we were exactly done. Exactly one person laughed and it was your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. That's, that's nice. <laughs> I said you're tolerant. There's, <laughs> now, uh, I had to make sure other people knew that you were joking and that you weren't going to kill everybody. Now imagine that maze with children <laughs> no. and, the, and the children run ahead. Like, well, no, no, don't go. And they, and they take no a wrong turn. Left. So now maze. you've got to track them down, and you've yeah. got to backtrack. To, uh, this, this again, you, you, you feel me? Like about Halloween no, and stuff. It. It's <laughs> like with kids, it just complicates things. In the beginning, it was fun. Like, most like the first one, you know, was great. But after the, after the third, it's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. It was three miles of path through through this cornfield. Three miles, 
it was a lot. It was Waldo. Where's Waldo? We kept winding up in the same eye. Waldo's same yes. eye. We kept Waldo's winding up left in the same eye. There's Waldo's eye again. We just kept finding ourselves in the eye. <laughs> what, did they like do a lawnmower like through the cornfield or something? I don't I think know. They grow it. I think they graft it out and then grow the corn. Oh, that's commitment. You think so? I do think so. Because it didn't look. It didn't like the paths that we were on. It all looked maintained in the way that it was. Gr- yeah, it was. It's huh. it was really impressive. Yeah. It was the, pretty great. The person that puts this together is world renowned for their corn mazes. Corn mazes. Yeah. Imagine that. Like a living sculpture. Yeah. Pretty it was cool. great. It's a thousand dollar fine if you disturb the living sculpture. Like if you walk through, if you go you through when you're not yeah. supposed to, or break something Whoa. off. Yeah. If you guys hear a weird noise, their dogs are running through, and they're the size of polar bears, and they're running through here. So if you <laughs> if you hear, but you know the, the, that's okay because our cats are always meth- messing with us too. So. Uh, what was it? Oh, this is also, I'd like to say, this is our first on location episode. We've never done it away from home no, before. No, we did one here about the room. Oh, we did. That's right. Outside, I take it back. Yeah, yeah. This is our mm-hmm. second one. Never mind. Take back what I just said, everybody. Lies. I'm an idiot. Lies. <laughs> so, is there anything you guys want to touch on before we get started on, on today's uh, event? Event, yeah. No, let's dig into it. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I'm sure that a lot of people listening have had those moments where that you know you hear those bumps in the night and stuff like that. But I feel as though when you have that moment where you know that it's something paranormal, it's an entirely different feeling. Am I am I right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 very. I, I've talked about the one that we had at the Red Lion Inn, where that you know I was, I was oh, yeah, ten yeah. feet away from the wall and there was a voice right behind my shoulder and hey, you know, like that right there, and it was. It was pretty freaky. So mm. if you guys you guys want to kind of say what's going on, what has been yeah, going on. Yeah, lay the backdrop for well, us. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you know, you know, I, so much of what I know about the supernatural comes from TV. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes I, you know, I, I feel like I speak from a position of academic authority, but really whatever, everything I learned, I learned from television uh, and movies and um, but we have a very old house. Suffield, we we live in Suffield, yeah. and Suffield is uh, is a very old town. They just celebrated their three hundred and fiftieth anniversary, mm-hmm. and there has been a structure in this location for roughly three hundred years. Um, like if you were to go into our basement, you would see different uh, kinds of foundations. You would see beams that were like hewn from trees. Oh wow! Wow! And so even though. It, the structure we live in now wasn't the exact structure right. that it was here 300 years ago. They built upon it. Yeah, and, like I said, we've seen poltergeists, so we know how that goes sometimes. Well, okay, it's, but, <laughs> so. And, and so the you know from what I've learned from TV, it's like if you live in an old house, sometimes people grow attached to a certain place, you know, and they stay. And so um, we didn't notice anything right away when we first moved here, but. There have been enough incidents that have concluded that we are not alone. Mm. <laughs> Actually, uh, my wife Re- Rebecca was very nervous about doing the live location because she was worried that we were going to kind of stir the pot. Yeah, yeah I'm a little the, nervous about with, it. I'm with like the spirit. Can I just say me. we're sitting around this table with the lights? Yeah, down. you dim the lights down. It's super creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've made like a spooktober seance. Yeah. Around this table, yeah, yeah, to, scare candles, great. to scare ourselves, <laughs> yeah, great. so that hopefully we can put some of the scare into the microphones, and you guys can get yeah. this vibe. There's, there's, at home. there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing to be afraid of, right? You know, these. I shouldn't say scare. I should say 
eerie feeling. It it's it I if 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 they were to make a uh, um, appearance or give some sort of signal, that would be uh, of course uh, interesting. Uh, but there's, I don't, I don't believe. <laughs> Rebecca's face. Right <laughs> Rebecca says, "Interesting." <laughs> I, I, not interesting well, at all. It, 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 it happened. It happened as recent as last week. You, tell the story. Last week, or maybe two weeks ago. Um, so we have a a piano, and the only person in the house that really plays the piano is me, and I don't like to play it when anyone else is around. And there's five people in this family. There's always somebody around. And so I had this rare moment in time where nobody was here. And I said, oh, I'm going to go play the piano. And I was playing the piano. And all of a the sudden, there were notes playing in the piano that I was not no. playing. No. Like wow. not playing. And I thought, oh, let me get up and look. It's a, it's a baby grand so you can pick up the top and look in and see if like did a did one of the kids put something on the piano? Did something it's roll in there? And and you know, and I get up and I look in there, and there's nothing. It's clean as a whistle in there. I sit down and I'm I start playing it again right and again. There are notes being played on the piano that I am not playing. I, wow. I think I'm asking the important question here: were the, were the notes in key, or are they just random blank, blank, no, blank? No, no, it was just yeah, random, like yeah, oh. kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so, so they weren't really playing with you, more just right, at right. the same time, <laughs> or or even trying to correct me. Oh, it was de- definitely not making it better. Oh, wow. oh, we have tons of You're those. Like play a different song. We have tons of yeah. those stories. We first noticed it, like our daughter, when we moved here, our daughter was a toddler, you know, maybe you know, in a crib and, uh, and, and maybe just starting to talk. And she would tell us, she says, there's a little boy who plays with my toys at night. Is that the first thing that you I noticed? Think it was might, that the one? I think it might have been. Yeah, because I like to start like at the beginning. Yeah, that's crazy. That was, and you know, at the time we were like, hmm. She was a what, boy like playing three? with my toys at night. There's a little boy who plays with my toys at, at hmm. night. Well, she was might really. Two. two. Yeah, really little. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And we were just like, ah, you have no, an imagination. Yeah. No, there's not. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. When when things really picked up was when our son, I guess he might have been six or seven, and he was he was getting into that that, that stage where he was becoming a handful. Yeah. And so, I, you know, he's our first, and, you know, you know how parents are. We, we make, you make mistakes as you go along. And so he would do things and we would get angry and we would start yelling. And every now and then in the midst of like us really yelling, a picture would fly off the wall. Not just fall. His picture. It would No, not fall. Fly off the wall. Fly off the wall three feet, four feet. Like, wow. right. So you see those three pictures stacked yeah. on top of each other yeah. over there? Yeah. So the top one is Caleb, two baby pictures of Caleb. The next one is two baby pictures of Anna. Yeah. Third one, two baby pictures of Gracie. So it would be Caleb's picture would fly off and land right behind us here on the floor, face down with the glass smashed. Wow. Yeah, there's no glass on that frame right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I bet. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating you guys. Weird things like that would happen. Um, I asked one of my assistants to babysit for me one night. This was when Andy worked in Hartford. And... um, and I had something to do after work. And so I asked an assistant, I can't name her, but you right, know her. Right, yeah, um, yeah. And 
so she came over to take care of the kids. And this is someone who's like tough as nails, like doesn't take any crap from anybody type of person. And not only that, but she didn't take any crap from little kids either. So I knew she would be good and strict and get the kids to bed and that, you know, take care of things. So she... She comes over, she's taking care of the kids. Well, I come home from the event that I was at and I find her in our front yard freaking out <laughs> and almost like crying, freaking out. And I was I talked like, to her like the next day or something. Yeah. What is going on? And she's like, I got pushed out of your house. And I'm like, what now? <laughs> Why aren't you in the house? Where are the kids? Oh, they're in bed. But I got pushed out of your house. So apparently she had been, Caleb was giving her a hard time. She, you know, kind of tried to play the heavy with Caleb and... and, Didn't work. And she said that she felt a Uh -uh. presence pushing her down the stairs and out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. She she, couldn't get back Do you remember her saying that to you? Was, Was she locked out? No, she no. was not locked out, no, but, but she could not get back in. Yeah, she said she tried to get back in and she couldn't get back in the door. Did she tell you that part? No. Yeah, she oh, told God. me that part. That was, yeah, yeah, she tried to get back. She literally, physically, it was like there was something stopping her. The door was open and she just couldn't get in the door. Mm. Well, so after I got home and I found her out there, I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. And that now, of course, I've got to come back in the house. <laughs> pay her for babysitting and say goodnight. I'm like, oh no, you're staying here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to tell me a story like that and then yeah. leave me here alone waiting for my husband to come home. Yeah, no, no. So he came home at like some crazy time at night and, and the two of us are still sitting here like right here Wide in the dining room. You, you called me home. I, this is when I was, I used to work at the state Capitol and it was during one of the late nights uh, legislative sessions they had. And uh, you, you called me and you said, hey, can you come home now? I go, what's wrong? Is it an emergency? Kind of. And I, I said, well, what is it? And you said, I, I really can't explain. And so <laughs> I, still I, cannot. <laughs> I, I came home. I said, I've got to go home. It's an emergency. <laughs> what she well, what what she told me was like, like you said, like something like, yeah, she's kind of freaking out. And and then. Andy, you said, put her on the phone with me. And she got on the phone. Hi, Andy. And you said, don't worry. They won't hurt you. Like you yeah. knew right away what was going on. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you recall that? Is that how you remember that it you, happening? Maybe. Maybe. I, it, it, I do remember. I, I've never been afraid of them. I've right. never been, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of consider them. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know, like a neighbor that kind of comes out and hangs out, you know, a little bit too long. Um, and... Um, I guess I've kind of felt that, uh, you know, as long as, you know, they behave, they don't do anything funky or weird. Yeah. Um, no Hi, problem. Dogs. But there have been times where they've crossed the line. Right. And uh, was there something where you were reading like something and one of them actually talked to you, actually heard a voice or something? That happens all the time. All the time. All the time. It's Well, you know, it, it's, it's similar to your experience. Yeah. I will hear my name being called. I will hear Andy or Andy. You know, something faint. And if Rebecca's in the house, I'll, I've gone there. I go, did you just call me? And no. I go, oh. We had the same experience like a few weeks ago where you did call me. And I go, please tell me you called me. Yes, this time I did. I don't remember that exact 
Okay. I don't remember exactly. I do remember coming back and seeing, uh, you know, two women afraid to go into the house. <laughs> and then... Uh, so you were still outside? No, we kind of like, we came, we, we like came in, but we were like right here. Yeah. So that was you didn't fully commit there. to we it kind of like came in and sat here and that was it that we weren't going it. anywhere else in the wow house. well and we got a ghost whisperer after that okay all right i was gonna ask you have you had anybody come in and check it yeah, out yeah yeah right. yeah and and they the, the the ghost whisperer was was fantastic and she actually now rebecca was here for it. i was at work and um and she actually explained to us what was going on now let me just say this Prior to this and prior to, you know, um, you know, the whole Caleb would say that he would hear voices early in the morning. And I go, voices, what do you hear? He goes, I don't know. One is a smooth voice and one is a gravelly voice. Mm. And, uh, and, he goes, and he goes, yeah, it's a smooth voice. I like smooth voice. And he's maybe six or seven. And so we're like, okay, um, all right. And uh, when the ghost whisperer came, it said that the two entities were an old woman and a younger woman. And the they were not related, mm. but that the younger woman didn't want to leave the older woman alone. Mm. Like she like she was like her companion. And that they um, that they had taken sort of a, a shine to Caleb, our son. And at times they would get upset with us that they thought we were being too hard on him. Mm. And that was why the picture would fly off the wall. So um, the ghost whisperer came and um, and basically encouraged them to, you know, you know, transition to the next world. Um, you know, you don't have to stick around here and put around um, some uh, sage, burnt some sage around the area. And then she said, I'm going to put some crystals around the house. This might this might keep them away. This might this this might work and keep them away. And, and we were kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Just whatever it takes to keep them away. And then one day, uh, maybe a few days after this, Caleb said, "Hey, do you know where the crystals are?" And he knew nothing. Like we, he was at school when when the ghost was born. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, I've got, he told me that before, and I got chills to hear that again. Oh. <laughs> so they were using Caleb to remove them. Well, they were asking. He he didn't know where they were because he, he had. Right. I, I don't even know where they are. You know, if they're even still here. Wow. Um, I have no idea. I, I don't think it. I don't think it really worked though. Yeah, I was going to say, did things change on. after no, that? Not or no. really. There were other. It always seemed to involve glass. Now, there's an interesting characteristic of glass that I, uh, the average person, is not aware of, but I am aware of it because I was a geology major. So, oh, let's see, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, 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 what did you What did you, a minor in myth, mythology or something? A what, minor, no, no, I was get a, it? I was, <laughs> I was a double major, geology, journalism. Um, <laughs> and so glass, we, I mean, glass is solid. It appears solid, but w- one of the things that makes it very unique is technically it's a liquid. Right. So, you know, iron or metal it has a, a, a crystalline structure inside, you know, atoms that are bound together that make it solid. So like if you, like an ice cube, when you look at an ice cube, it's, it's basically those atoms have built crystallographic connections because it, they're not being able to move there because it's so cold. And as it warms up, the crystalline connections break and it becomes water. 
glass has no crystalline structure. It mm. is not technically, it is not a solid. And so, I don't know if you Just really quick, how much LARPing have you done? I'm gonna, just go ahead. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the LARP? I have no idea. It's, it's, it, it's nothing. He's Never making mind. a nerd joke. I'm making a nerd joke, yeah. Well, so the point being, like, and I don't know, do you ever see, like, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere where they show, like, um, what do you call it when you slow motion or, like, yeah. no, speed, mm-hmm. speed uh, time lapse. Yeah. Where they show glass flowing, like a window pane flowing. The glass actually flows. Mm. And that's like, if you've ever looked at an old colonial window, you can actually start to see, you know, it, it is technically a liquid. So glass um, is, you know, it's a paradox. It's a solid, but it's not a solid. I used to work for a glass company and carrying a big four by eight sheet of mirror and you're looking at the other guy and you're seeing it going, whoa, whoa. I swear it would go inches in each direction. That's it was crazy. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, as you were, sorry. So it's an interesting metaphor for entities that are not... Fluid. They're and fluid. not, they are both here and not here. Mm. Interesting. So, so you think there's a connection to that? I, I do, because one day our son had been misbehaving. He was just, he, he was always the kind of guy that was always going to be, if there's like two choices to do, the safe choice, which, you know, no problems, or the, the risky choice, you know, you could get in trouble. Risky choice. <laughs> and, no um, and so one time, you know, he was getting, he, he was he was getting a keel hauled on this one. He was getting in trouble. And um, Rebecca at the same time was making a trifle in a, in a trifle dish, which is like, well, Ella, you explain. A, a trifle dish has like a, it, it looks almost like a giant wine glass. Right. Like it holds a cake. It's like a cake holder, but it has a little stem on the bottom. And I was just loading things into it, like sponge cake and um, pudding. And the pudding was not hot. It was like a, you know, the easy kind, you just put cold milk yeah, in yeah, and yeah. just make it pudding. And then Cool Whip and berries or whatever was going in there. So nothing was of extreme temperature at all. There was not like something hot and then no something cold bricks. or and nothing <laughs> sharp, right? <laughs> just all soft stuff. And I'm just layering it in there while um, Andy and Caleb are going at it in the, you know, adjacent space. Um, and, and Caleb's getting in trouble and I'm chiming in as well, like, yeah, yeah. you know, with all my angry comments and, and then all of a sudden, the trifle dish literally explodes. That doesn't break. No, it exploded. Yeah. It, like no, there was it's an, not like, like it There cracks. was an M80 in it. It hmm. just it blew up. There was pudding everywhere. Wow. It like was a like, shotgun blast. It was it. like something had fallen out of the sky on it and smashed it. And it was just glass everywhere pudding everywhere with cream everywhere in the kitchen in every direction what a horrible waste of pudding it was pistachio yeah. pudding too yeah wow. oh, what a shame and another time similar thing was going on you know again it was like oh you know the teacher called and blah 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 we're gonna argue about this with Caleb and we had a pot rack where the pots would hang on these little hooks on right. the wall. And I had some wine glasses drying off beneath them. And we were yelling at Caleb and one of the pots just came off the hook and the hooks were like, you know, it, it's yeah. not like it, it was balanced there or anything. It yeah, was like a good, gravity. Like it was it, a yeah. right. The hook went up and the thing was hanging on it. Like there's it no way that it just, it, right for that. Yeah. And it just 
Suddenly, the pot is flying off the wall and smashing all the glasses on the counter. What is it with? Mm. I mean, it's always glass. Always mm-hmm. glass. Yeah. Very strange. Was there anything like like even bigger than that than the trifle dish, or or just I mean, or is that usually just like smaller things like that? No, the trifle dish got our attention. That yeah. was- I imagine, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a wake up call. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's big. That's big. Yeah, and like you said, it wasn't like it just. You didn't, weren't putting anything hot in it, or no, that was no, the, that was the weirdest thing, right? Like trying if, to piece together logically how that could happen. As a scientist, I like to I like to do these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. I have a question: What was your stance on these things prior to living here? Oh, it, what do you mean? Uh, I I believe I've I've had always it, always I've always have you had, had things like this happen in your life before? Yes. Oh, of course. I don't think I ever did. I, okay. And I never really so thought too much about it. So it's Andy's fault. One time I was at... So <laughs> uh, so Rebecca comes from a very large Italian family. And um, and uh, one of the things that... like that We would go to church. And then after church, it was like the whole family would descend at her grandfather's house. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I mean... I don't know. It could be as many as you know, twenty people at once. There, it's just, and people are coming and going. They're changing out of their church clothes into regular clothes, and all these things are going, are happening. And um, I was kind of just like staying out of the way, and I'm like sitting on the landing of a a, of some steps, and um, and all of a sudden, I see uh, like clearly someone walking across, like uh, above, like walking from there to there, and I was like. That's funny. Uh, I didn't see anybody, mm. and the stairs kind of wind. And then at the top, there's a bathroom, yeah. and then there's it's a small hallway, and there's like you know one, two, three bedrooms, well, like railings, right? right. Oh, so it's like right. Right. nobody okay. had gone up, and no one had gone up. No yeah. one had gone up, and and I saw someone like walk from one bedroom, and then uh, across to another bedroom. Like that's weird. And so I kind of like kind of walk up, look up, and every single room is empty. The, all the doors are open. Mm. The, you know, it, there's there's no place, you know, unless someone is hiding, nobody was up there. And what, what caught my attention was, uh, you know, it, it, when I looked back, is like they were barefoot. And I was like, that's... So you saw full body apparition. I saw, I saw two feet, two bare feet, and, and like, l- you know, legs. You know, like, like, mm. like with dress pants type of thing. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I was going to put this out there. I mean, people get buried barefoot, right? That's yeah. Mm. That's yeah. what I thought as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. And you know, yeah. and 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 I, I do you remember? I told you right away. Yeah, I did, said, but did. with dress pants. He on? He did, and I was like, what? But with dress pants on. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm, you seem to be the authority on. Yeah. No. No. Didn't don't, the You know, it's like I. I. That's that. I. I don't know. That's just how I. This is how oh. I. I. I don't know. That's how Paul McCartney's barefoot. Yeah, on yeah. Abbey Road album cover. That's why, because they claimed you meant Paul is dead. Whole thing. Oh, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the thing was is what got me up there is is that like you know we kept our stuff up there, like our our like suitcases or our, our bags, mm. and I was like, okay, who's up there and who's snooping messing through? With who's, who's, who's messing with our yeah. stuff? You know, who's up there? And um, and then there was nobody up there. And it's just three rooms. Wow. It's not yeah. like there's three a, rooms wow. in a bathroom, and they were so all open. Yeah. There was nowhere to go. Were you looking at everybody's feet after that to see if they're barefoot? Uh, well, that's the other thing. No, the nobody, feet. nobody walked around in bare feet. Be- right. You know, they everyone walked around either in slippers or their shoes. Right. Wow. And how what about- would you say was your first encounter ever in your life? 
Uh, we, we uh, my um, my sisters and I used a Ouija board, <laughs> and like I mean, we really got into it. And like mm. this this was a very communicative entity, and uh, and it's like to the point like at your home growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it like we. <laughs> We had gotten a, I don't know which one of us got a Ouija board for Christmas, <laughs> and, but we started using it, and we started noticing a lot of th- interesting things. Like for example, you know, when you put your hand on it, the hand would become stone cold, like it, the thing drew heat from your hand, mm. and so like your other hand was like normal body temperature, but this one stone cold. So something about it drew drew body heat out of you. And then there was a, like this this one particular entity just was really verbose. We it was like it was like having a normal conversation. We would ask questions and like for example, one of the things I remember was it was snowing, and they said we have a hard because I, I have a hard time doing this while it's snowing, and I, I it's always stuck with me. Like you know, what was it about snow mm. that made it difficult? Wow. Um, and then it got kind of a little crazy. He kind of got a little crush on uh, on my stepsister, and um, and uh, and so the entity did. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was like saying I love you, you know, and things oh. like that. And she, and I mean, we were like thirteen, and she was like, it just got a little much. She's like, she's like, I'm looking for a date for prom. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my that was my first so then they had to break up yeah wow. that was my first experience and then in uh in college there was how old were you around uh, that time? around uh, with, with the time we were using the ouija board yeah i don't know 13 14 maybe okay. i don't know teenager maybe 15 um maybe 20 30, 30, <laughs> <yes>. no well <laughs> um no it so in uh in, in in where I went to school, someone had died in an elevator accident in oh. our building, and I remember we would all be ta- no one, but no one knew about this, or well, I, I guess no one knew about it at first. And we had heard stories that, like one time, um, our RAs were were walking back from the uh, the bar district, and so I went to Syracuse, and uh, Marshall Street is the is the, the main drag. You never mentioned that before. It was just- <laughs> You might not have on the podcast. <laughs> no, true, true. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm riding Andy today. I'm sorry, buddy. That's all right. <laughs> it's all right. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm just going to be in the Blame spook- it on the spirit. I'm, I'm in the spooktober mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, our, our RAs, so this was our my freshman year. Before everyone showed up, they had to go early and set up every set up the floor and you know set make sure everything's in working order. They're, they're there about a week before anybody's there. So the dorm is closed i mean it's it's dark there there's nobody there all the rooms are dark and they were walking up and no one's in the dorm and except there was one light that was on and they said who uh, did you leave who left the light on whose whose light is that and so they go there and it turned out that was the room of the kid who died Whoa. in the elevator wow. so i heard that story because i had had a nightmare like a a, a wicked nightmare where I like I broke out into a sweat and I had in my dream I had been killed in an elevator accident. Like, mm. And so I I mentioned this to my uh, I mentioned this to somebody and they said, You know somebody died here last year in the elevator. They were they were fooling around. The elevator stopped between mid floors and they were jumping in, jumping out, and then the elevator went on while they were while they were literally uh, mid jump. And got yeah. crushed by the elevator. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, something out of a horror movie, man. Yep. And so, and then I. So we, you didn't know about 
I did not that. know about it. I did not know about it. And then and then you had the dream. I had, no, I had the dream. I, I didn't know about that. I had the dream, and then they told me the the RAs told me the story well, about coming up. That is kind of spooky. Was so, the same thing? Yeah. The same thing happened to you in the dream? Was it the same kind of death? I don't, or you don't remember? I don't think so. I, no, I don't think so. I think that I I had a dream that the doors closed on me, and then I got crushed. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So and then I was uh, still in college. I was an editor at the student newspaper. And um, it was Halloween. And so uh, a friend of mine said, I want to do an experiment with the Ouija board. And so we got a, we, we got a Ouija like, board. Oh, this, I had such a great experience with it when yeah. I was 13, 15, 22, whatever it was. My Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so in the newspaper, in, which, is, which was an old house to begin with. So in the newspaper, in the basement of this house, we had like, you know, I don't know, three or four editors. Uh, everyone real skeptical. I don't believe it. And all of a sudden, it starts. On its own. Yeah, it starts. Nobody was touching it. No one's touching it. Well, no, everyone, you, you put your hand yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was moving and, on it. Okay. And, it, and it's doing the whole thing. And um, and so they ask, uh, they ask it a, a question. It's like, well, what's your name? And it says, uh, son of morning. And it's like, son of morning? Okay, okay, son of morning. And so, you know, kept doing the whole thing. And so my brother was up from high school visiting, and he went to the library, and he wanted to say, well, maybe son of morning is something from the Bible. And he got the passage from the Bible. It said something some to the effect of, oh, how thou, art, how, how thou have fallen, O Lucifer, son of morning. <laughs> my goodness. Oh. So... So this wasn't us, you know. Someone, someone wasn't moving. You know, right, it, it, right. it was happening on its own. And so, He's, so th- he was like, "Which name should I use? Which is the most benign name that I have?" <laughs> Son of morning. Well, what I what I what I have come of morning. What I've come do. to find is that these are just more or less. Um, sometimes they're just messing with you. They just yeah, want. Yeah, they yeah. just want to mess with you. They they, sure. they they know you want to be scared. They know you want it. So they just mess with you. But I've had it. I've also had. So, this is what I believe, and those of you listening, you know I'm correct if you've ever seen the movie The Sixth Sense. Oh yeah. All right. So what does what does um, the kid tell Bruce Willis? You know, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say anything. I, I, I think everybody knows at this point. You know, I mean, it's okay. You can say it. So everybody knows at this. Well, point. he basically says, if you want to talk to your wife, talk to her when she's asleep. Yeah. And um, and I've often felt that it's that twilight sleep, you know. Mm. It's not a deep sleep. It's not a dreaming sleep. It's like a twilight sleep. Usually, like you know, when you maybe when you first fall asleep or when you're just waking up. And so we were in Colorado, and we were staying. My brother had just moved there, and it was a brand new house that existed on a lot where there had been another house. It was like a, a, a small ranch and they, it was a scrape. They scraped the old house and dig a new foundation and build. And he lived in kind of like this very mansion-esque house in Denver. And, um, and even Rebecca had said like at some point she goes, I feel like there's like a, like a presence here. It's something strange. So in one of these twilight sleeps, an old woman appears to me and is asking me questions. She's like, who are you and why are you in my house? And I said, this is not your house. This is my brother's house. No, this is my house. And why are you here? Listen, I don't know what to tell you. I'm visiting my brother. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm from out of town and I would really like to sleep if, if you could just leave me alone. I don't know what to tell you, and I'm, but this is my brother's house. No, this is my house. This is very strange. 
And so I told my brother about this. He goes, oh, that's interesting. And I said, why? He said, because the house that we scraped was owned by an old lady, and then they sold it after she died. Mm. So this is where I say, like, you know, the entities become attached to a place. Mm. Well, I mean, again, we can't say a name, but, you know, we used to work with somebody who also lives on the other side of town in an old farmhouse that's been there for hundreds of years, right? And they kept, he and his family kept hearing noises in the house, so they got a Ouija board. And they're like, they're like, what's your name? And it spelled out this name. I want to say it started with a W. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it sounded like a W. No, blah, 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 whatever. Well, then not too long after that, somebody showed up at his house with an old map of Suffield because it was like the old map when it showed his house, his property, and that name was on the house in the map, on the property in the yeah. map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's they become attached to locations, and 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 mo- some of them are just confused. They don't understand what's what what's happened. They don't understand what's going on, and and others just they know exactly what's going on, and they just want to mess with you. Man, has anything happened here recently? Like lately? Like oh, and then remember I showed you the picture of the orb behind yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it was like so. The, Rebecca had taken a picture, broad daylight, of me mowing the lawn, and then right behind me is a bright orb. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's and it's what I mean, what is it? I mean, it's not like it's not like the rest. You would think that if it was the sun shining on the lens, it would kind of it would kind of bleach out the rest of the photo. But it's a crystal clear photo with this white orb like right there. Mm. Yeah. The best part is your face in that picture. You have like, why are you taking my picture? Yeah, me mowing the lawn. Like, it's like, what's going on? So, yeah, no, I, there's, there's always something uh, going on. It's, it's like, it's, it's so frequent. I don't even, it, I don't even think about it. Like anymore. you still, like you hear stuff and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Middle They're of the just night. just your roommates. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, especially uh, when it involves my, uh, uh, well, so like I always hear my voice like Andy, Andy, or, you know, or sometimes like, like sometimes I, I've like, I've had to actually question my own sanity. You yeah, know, but it doesn't happen all the time. It only happens once in a while, um, and then. Uh, Do you hear your name ever? No, I don't really hear anything. Mm. I prefer not to. Gotcha. <laughs> maybe they're talking to him because he's a little more. Or like you know, I, and maybe this is nothing, but I'll be like, like sometimes I'll be walking the dogs at night on the front yard, and uh, we have a street light here, and then of course when I get there, the street light goes out. Of course, and that I was like, okay, you know. But that's kind of weird, don't you think? Mm. <laughs> we have some friends. They live in Georgia now, but his parents own this old cabin up in Vermont. So they were going. He and his wife were going up there one time, and and they decided they were just going to spend the night in the cabin. You know, they were, hang, they were staying with his parents up there. You know, came up, and I mean, there's all these stories about how it's supposedly it's haunted, blah blah blah. And in the middle of the night, he feels his wife just sit. Boom, bolt, upright in bed. She just sits up and he kind of comes to, he's like, what's going on? And the covers had been taken off of them and folded at the foot of the bed. They were just had a sheet covering on them. The blankets, they were freezing and the blankets were folded at the foot of the bed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Neatly folded as if somebody did it. Like somebody made the bed. Physically on purpose. Yeah, like somebody made the bed. Yeah. yeah, wild. My sister-in-law was re- is really into the Civil War and was really into you know, uh, you know 
Gettysburg and all that stuff. And so when they went there, they heard all, like the kids there, like like you know normal kids who live in Gettysburg would tell these stories. Like they'd be like hanging out, you know, just partying by like a campfire, and then out of nowhere, a full apparition. Uh, dressed as like a Civil War soldier would sit next to them by the fire and they would all be silent while this entity sat by the fire. And And this happened often. Yes. I mean, you're the one who told me that story. (laughs) I have a terrible memory, so I'm just sitting here listening to the story. Well, this is an amazing story. Where'd you hear that one? What a great story. (laughs) And then, then, you know, sometimes you just feel the presence Mm. and... um, and don't you remember that one time we were traveling to Philadelphia and like we felt that the presence in our that, car and it was car. not a good, it was not a no. good presence. That was, it was mm. not, we had freaked. Why? What, what happened? It's almost like you just feel like a chill up your spine and you just feel like, like, you know, you know how you could tell if there's someone standing right behind you? Right. Like, and you turn around and then Or someone's there. watching you. Yeah. But this was like, you know, you're, it's very clear that no one's there. You're sitting in a car that you know that nobody's in, mm. but do you still feel that same presence? That is weird, man. Yeah. It, it's, and it kind of just... I, I don't even think it's mm, weird it's anymore. Chills. No, it's not. You're so... No, like, no it's, it's like it's a fact of life. Mm. And uh, and like I said, the essentially what I think is these are either entities that don't know they've passed uh, and they're just confused. They're not sure what's going on. It just all feels like a, a bad dream. Or people who have not passed because they're afraid of what's going to happen when they right, get to the right, other right. side. Maybe, mm. maybe they feel they haven't been a very good person in life and they, they fear sort mm. of a harsh judgment. Mm. So since you've come to terms with the fact that you're just housemates with yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. right? do you notice like it, has the frequency of these things changed at all, like less or more frequent? or Well. Um, or, or pretty much different. the same. Or just the same because you haven't, it, it's just kind of a thing. So, I mean, I... I I still experience like um, the twilight kind of communication mm. um, that happens every now and then, and 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 most of the time it's it's nonsense. I, it's not anything important or anything like that. It's just kind of just badgering and trying to get my attention. Although, so now remember, I, I think my son is very um, sensitive to these things, mm. and and he's at the age where he, um, you know. How could I say this? Um, and you know, it's it's legal in Massachusetts and Connecticut. He partakes. Yeah. And sometimes he says, um, he says, uh, he goes, you know, I'll be playing guitar, and I'll just be kind of doing my thing. I'm just kind of in my zone playing the guitar, and then I can hear them saying, "Is that Andy? Is that Andy? No. Is that Andy? Yeah. No, no, it's not Andy. That's not Andy." So now they're wow. Like I feel like they. Mm. I feel like now that. That he's not here as often anymore. Now they're like, okay, well, let's mess with Andy now, <laughs> you know? Uh, well, I mean, like, do I you s- feel that they're trying to use you as a vessel in some way? No, no. I mean, I wouldn't let them. Like, you know, like that part in Ghost. Well, do you? <laughs> yeah. I guess what I mean is, do you feel like there's something that you're meant to accomplish on the behalf of? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. No, that's they not, just, next time. Ask them what they want. You're just close you enough to the want? veil that they can just like they really have, and be like, uh, look at this. Yeah. No, I guess not. I, yeah. I, I guess I have. Most of the time, I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, look. One time, I had this neighbor come by, and uh, and it's like it's like a it's late at night. It's like nine thirty on a Sunday night, and I my neighbor comes to the door and 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 she's like, 
I've been locked in. I've been locked out of my house. I've been locked out of my house. Can I come inside and use your phone? I said, hold on. I came, gave her a cordless phone. Ah. It's like, so I'm not the most welcoming <laughs> host to begin with. It's like, there are boundaries. Okay, you want to, here's sure. my phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Maybe she was a vampire. And the, the other thing is, is like, I, 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 <laughs> I totally feel that there is, you know, there are the, these entities and I believe they are everywhere. Mm. Um, and again, I, I, I think they're either con- confused, like they, they haven't given up that sense of self or they're afraid. Oh, I have another good story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my brother is a an electrophysiologist. Um, and basically, this is a branch of cardiology, which they deal with sort of the electrical impulses of the heart. Yeah. And one of the procedures... I say, yeah, as if I have any clue. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know, whatever. Yeah. Well, like a pacemaker, you know, like he, right. like, you know, he has patients <laughs> that have pacemakers and, and he sort of manipulates sort of the beats of the hearts using the, the electrical uh, currents. One of the things that he, uh, procedures he does is he puts in an internal defibrillator. So some people, their heart will stop beating while they're asleep. Mm. And these things will kick in and, you know, resuscitate you while you're asleep. You don't even know it's happening. And sometimes people like will say like, you know, they said, do you know you had an incident? No, no. Yeah, you had an incident on this day. The defibrillator was kicked in. And so anyway, when you put in this defibrillator, they have to test it after they put it in. They have to stop your heart. Oh, great. So when my brother was a resident in, at the University of Pennsylvania, one of the their patient base were prisoners. Um, mm. And so this one prisoner who was serving a life sentence was getting a, a eternal defibrillator. And my brother was really upset about it because um, he read about some of the crimes that he had committed. And uh, and he said, why are we pro- purposely prolonging. prolonging this man's life? Yeah. And he got a lecture by his attending saying, listen, your job is to, do, you, mm. is to put it in there, not to question the, the how or the why. So... When they stopped the guy's heart and they brought him to, he was panicked and he kept saying, don't let them get me. 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 And he was like frenzied, frenzied. And like, calm down, calm down. Don't let them get me. Now, you know, maybe it was the anesthesia still there or maybe whatever. But my brother, who is a complete, almost a skeptic and agnostic, said he was a bad man. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And so, like, 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 like it was like in Ghost. Yeah, those things coming, those things, those shadow things coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, wow. Well, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I I don't want to say. By the way, when you're telling that story, I can't be the only one that heard like a knock over here. I'm probably imagining it, but there was like a knock. No, um, no kidding. Way, no, I, like a, like a, I know, but I think it's Gracie. Uh, it's not Gracie. No, no. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. I, 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 like you're talking. I like slowly look that way. You know, like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I have. It's like I don't know. I, I have no doubts. I've no. I mean, to the point where it's like, uh, it's like I've kind of contemplated. Like when it's my time, I, I'm not gonna stick around. Um, I, I'll tell you, I've had dreams about it where I was like a wandering entity, and it was lonely. It was mm. not. It was not fun. And uh, and so I don't know. It's not an easy existence to begin with. And so, uh, as long as, like I say, as long as they don't hassle me and keep me awake or anything like that, mm. then I, whatever, you know. I don't think you're quite as comfortable with it as as he is, Rebecca. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm blissfully unaware most of the time. Okay. Have you played the piano since? <laughs> Only when there's people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Maybe that's awesome. what the entity was trying to tell you. 
<laughs> you need to play when people are around. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like her to not, I'm going to have an audience one yeah. way or the other. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we actually had like kind of like a, a, an exorcism too. Like her, she has a family member who's a minister and came here and, and said the prayers and did all the stuff, et cetera. And then one day we found a broken shard of glass that said, we came back for him. What? What do you, what do you mean? It, it said it was a, it was a, it, a broken it, shard of glass, a broken shard of like a it? wine glass. Mm. Like a, I think it was right after the pots had fallen down and there was writing on it. And it was clearly Caleb's handwriting. Uh, it was like paint, like, but it was like a paint and it said, we came back for him. Did you ask mm. Caleb about this? Yeah. Or, yeah. And what do you say? Nothing. Just like, didn't say anything. So I don't know. My dudes, what do you? <laughs> Grace is like discreetly scooting through. Like, yeah, she's like, hey. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. All right. Have you ever had an encounter where you thought it was possibly somebody that you knew living? I don't know if I would have classified it as an encounter. But then again, I don't know that I would classify it as something normal. So um, I had a friend who died in a terrorist attack. Um, it was a good friend, a, a, one of my closest friends in college, and uh, and she was on Pan Am Flight 103, which had mm, 35 geez. Syracuse uh, oh. University students, and they were in my class, and they were a lot of them were journalism oh students, God. so I knew I knew a good five or six, but there was one that I was really good friends with, a really really special person, and um, and I had never experienced death prior to that. My grandparents, I, I think I had lost. Um, my uh, my grandparents lived in another country and I'd seen them and I'd lost a grandfather and I'd lost a grandmother and, and I loved them, but it, I didn't feel it as intensely as losing a very close friend. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was a mess. I was really, I was having a hard time with it. And I don't know, maybe a day or two later, I had this uh, dream where she was, she was there and I go, oh, what? Oh my God, you're back. Oh, it's, I'm so excited you're back. I can't believe you're back. Oh, I, I, you know, she was in London for a semester. I can't believe you're back. And I would tell, you know, in my dream, I'm telling somebody, oh, so-and-so is back. So-and-so is back. Your name was Karen. Karen's back. Karen's back. Blah, blah, blah. And then I said to her, but wait a minute, I'm confused. They said you were on a plane that exploded and, uh, and there were no survivors. So what happened? Did you miss your flight? She goes, no, I didn't miss my flight. I've, uh, I've died. And you're just going to have to learn to accept it. And then I woke wow. up. Wow. My. Now, I don't want to steal my wife's thunder, but she had a very similar dream about her grandmother. Oh. Do you want to tell it? Or do you want me to tell it? The... Um, you can tell it, I suppose. But you don't want to tell it? I feel like I'm stealing your thunder. So my, um, so my wife's, actually, is, is, is very interesting as well. So my wife's um, grandmother she got kind of uh, she got sick, and um, it was one of these things where it, all the family members, this is it. If you want to say goodbye to Grandma, this is the time because mm -hmm. she doesn't have much longer. And and she was hanging on. I mean, she was really. I I kind of saw her, and she was in bad bad shape, and uh, like you know, just gasping for air, and she couldn't drink water because they were worried she'd aspirate, and so you could only give her ice cubes. And so we, I, I remember we dropped everything. Like Re Rebecca was in dental school and I was, I was working at the newspaper 
And Rebecca called me uh, and, at work and said, come pick me up and take me to Scranton. That's where grandmother was, was. And so we just dropped everything and went to Scranton. And uh, I dropped Rebecca off, said goodbye to grandma, and I had to go back to, <laughs> to, go back to work. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and so then I, from work, I drove back to Scranton. Um, but anyway, her daughter lived in, Rebecca's aunt, uh, her grandmother's daughter, lived in Denver. And so she did the same thing with her kids, dropped everything and flew to Scranton. And while she was um, sort of there, she, I, she was, I believe, existing in two simultaneous planes. And she was describing to everyone in the room um, kind of very specific details. She goes, there's a Filipino man. He has an arrow through his throat. Oh. A Filipino man has an arrow through his throat. And they're kind of, okay, okay. So anyway, uh, Rebecca's aunt finally and her cousins finally land in Scranton, and they get to the hospital, and um, Rebecca's grandmother sees her daughter and then passes, just like right away. Oh, wow. my. Like she was hanging on. To like see. she was hanging on, waiting for her to show waiting up. Waiting for the and, final. Yeah. And so uh, a few days later, I think it was after the funeral, Rebecca has this dream. And in the dream, it's like it's the family and it's with the grandmother and, and the grandmother's old in the dream and she sees this tree and she starts climbing the tree. And as she's climbing the tree, she keeps getting younger. She starts, oh, wow. she's, she's getting younger and she's climbing way up there. And at this point, this is m my wife and uh, this is where I, what, the reason why I'm glad I'm telling the story is in the dream, uh, Rebecca says to her father, Shouldn't we tell her to come down? <laughs> she might she might get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And so she keeps climbing and climbing and climbing and, and, and getting younger and younger until she climbs so high they can't see her anymore. Wow. And they wake up. Wow. That's amazing. My goodness. So those are the closest things I've had um, mm. you know, to that. Uh, and I've had some other people pass away, some people I've loved very much, uh, including my father, and I, I haven't had any... But I don't know, you mm. know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, though, that... Do you think you would recognize? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. And I don't you know. seem pretty dialed in with it all, you know? There's, I mean, a, there's another thing that happens, though, that, that it's, again, it's that twilight dream, and it always happens when I'm taking a nap. So, like, do you know how like, when you're taking a nap, you can kind of hear things? Yeah. And it's, it's a really light sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in that light sleep... I see someone that is, it's someone I've known for a long time, someone that I just, not only do I love, it's just like, I am like overjoyed to see. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so excited. I'm like jumping with enthusiasm. I'm so happy. And then I, uh, I say, he's, they always say to me, okay, well, I have to go now. And, and I go, oh, this, I go, this time I'm going to remember you. They go, you're not going to remember a thing. I go, no, no, no. This time I'm going to remember everything. I'm going to remember everything. And then I wake up mm. and I and forget they were it all. Right. <laughs> I, for, I forget it all. You just I, remember that it happened. But and I remember, remember it happened it. and that it's somebody that I really, really like a lot. Wow. And, um, and it hasn't happened in a little while. Um, no, it hasn't happened for a while. But yeah, those are the closest things. Mm. I don't know. I, you know, it's just a feeling. We're yeah. pretty convinced that um, that my father and brother keep breaking the Corvette. I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're having a good time with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, it's like a neighbor. You know, some neighbors uh, mm. are irritating. You know, um, or like for example, I have a neighbor that stays up late. Um, he's a huge football fan, 
And so on Sunday nights, he he'll stay up till four, five in the morning, which triggers my dogs because they like, what the hell are you doing up? It's three o'clock in the morning, Mm. go to bed. And so they'll bark and wake me up. And so that's kind of annoying. I kind of, you know, would wish the guy would just kind of like, you know, keep normal hours. And so it doesn't wake up my dogs and in turn won't wake me up. But, you know, he is who he is. He, he likes football. Sure. So he's going to stay up late on a Sunday night and watch football. And uh, and I'm just going to have to, you know, the dogs bark saying, oh, man, shit. Now, mm-hmm. do, do the dogs ever react to something that isn't that you can't see? Does that ever do they ever like do anything with the dogs? Do you notice well, that? Well, it, they're so they they have such a hair trigger bark. You know, it's like, oh my god, it's a cat! Oh my god, I hate cats! Or I hate the UPS driver! I I hate pickup trucks! Oh my god, a Harley Davidson! What are you doing? <laughs> you know, so it, it, who knows? You know, they're yeah, easy, so you have they're no easily idea. set off. Have you ever had encounters at work? Have they followed you? No, no I can't. That I can't say, say that. that. that no, happened, no. It's so it's mostly a like busy during there. personal time. Yeah, hmm. I will say that the woman who came and she brought the sage and the crystals and, and stuff. Um, she said to me that it's very important to just encourage them to pass over, just to hmm. go. Um, because like Andy said, they're, her theory was that they're just afraid. They're afraid of losing their, their like for some reason, these particular entities have a, like just a lot of individuality and they're afraid mm. of, of losing that um, or or just afraid of, Any you know, transition. becoming absorbed into like something that's bigger than themselves. And so um, she said, just keep encouraging them to just, you know, not be afraid and to just crossover that there's nothing to be afraid of and you know if you ever feel like there's something like that just you know just do that and then she also said that you should call on your ancestors oh yeah so I that if that. you have like um family members like a grandparent or you know somebody that that you were personally close to that has um moved on that that you should ask them to sort of like intercede a little bit and and like encourage them from the other side to call them over. Yeah. Interesting. There's also one more thing I remember, and this kind of came by a conversation. So years ago, uh, I worked at a newspaper and there was another editor there who was obsessed with going to um, ghost towns. Uh, and I guess there's one in Connecticut. It was a town that met like a very unfortunate end. It was a colonial era town. Mm. And I forget, it, it abruptly ended. And it's said to be very haunted. It's said mm. to have spirits there. And he said, well, we're going to go there. And, you know, he's going on. And I said to him, I go, dude, and I knew this guy was a quote unquote atheist. Like he did not, he was not a believer. He didn't believe in God. He didn't believe in any of that. I go, mm. dude, I, I'm going to caution you, okay? Because... I have my religious and spiritual house in check. I know who I am. I know what I believe. And I know I, I know what I think. And I know what I believe. And so in, when I'm kind of, when I encounter things that are supernatural, I guess I kind of feel like I got, someone's got my back. Uh, but you don't believe anything. So yeah. you're kind of going into this, you know, really just, yeah, be careful. And he goes, oh, my God, Andy, you know what? We, you know, we've been talking about this. They say that, you know, it's, it's um, the ones who are most susceptible to harm from entities are the ones who don't believe in anything. Mm. 
And he goes, because then they, you know, because they're the ones who usually get messed with. Mm, and so I said, well, so I'm like, okay, so I mean, you don't believe in anything. So why are you, you know, why are you messing why with you this then? Yeah. But he went and there were no incidents. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> maybe he believe he started believing something on the way. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's 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 all part of the same dynamic. It's all part of the same universe. I think if you are yeah. a believer, and I do believe, I, I believe in God. I believe, you know, I, I have. Well, of course, yeah, these things can happen. You know, yeah, it's it's there's so much we don't know, and mm. I don't, I have no desire to know what I don't know. Mm. You know, I'm 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 fine with it just being, and mm. so we're all just spirits inhabiting a body. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's Until why you're people not are anymore. curious, though, right? I mm. mean, if I think we all are curious about what really is there, what is what is it that we believe, what is there that you know, that should be believed in or whatever. Mm. And so, you know, even if you don't believe in anything, you hear about these things happening and now you're curious, like, well, what is this thing that is, yeah. right. that is in this space that I didn't think existed? Wow. You know, yeah, the step yeah. beyond humanity. That That's crazy. So we're going. I, I have no curiosity at all. I really don't care. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't care. It's like, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah, you're here. Well, okay, you know, can you just keep it down, please? <laughs> yeah, like, look, I got a long day tomorrow. So yeah. we just I'm glad you on. care enough to tell us the stories, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for sharing your story. That's really awesome. Thank you. Oh, did you pleasure. buy another trifle dish? That's yeah, we did. We did. Oh, good. Finally got another trifle Plastic dish. One? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's stainless steel. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Wow. Well, thank you so much, guys. And by the way, this is your. We mentioned already this is your fifth time on? We yeah. did. We, we did sure mention did. that already. All right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Okay, cool. Moving on. The final three. Pew, 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 pew. All right. These are the final three questions of the podcast. But first, again, yeah. please let me say again, and uh, thank you so much for sharing oh. your stories. That was really awesome. This is oh. such a special Spooktober Oh, cool. really great. I'm glad. I'm glad. Really awesome. All right. All right. So we've been changing, having a different question one every single time. Black now, coffee. You notice, huh? Black coffee. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, right now, what would you consider to be the worst uh, uh, Halloween trick-or-treat candy? Uh, black coffee, he said. No, oh, okay. no, no, that's the best. <laughs> okay, uh, the worst one. Oh, yeah, it's a good Of oh. the traditional. Yeah, one. of the Halloween traditional. So you have one? Yeah, go ahead. Those Necco wafers. Uh, say, Amen. See, I love Necco wafers. so disgusting. Pointless. I Absolutely love Necco wafers. I do. I don't know oh. why, but I do. Yeah. No. You know, I, I don't think they make them anymore because <laughs> they were so bad. But do you remember? It was made from the same material as candy corn, but it it looked like a pumpkin. Oh, they still have those. And I, I, for some reason, I can see what they yeah. were trying to do. It didn't work. No. It didn't work. And I, I, and I, I didn't like oh. it. I don't like those. Can but I just give a shout out to Circus Peanuts? Do those come around at Halloween? If they do, look at oh, that's those one are of the so ones. That, look at, I'm pretty. I'll eat pretty much anything, but I think I'd be pretty bummed if somebody gave me circus peanuts in my Seriously. In, in my <laughs> you know in my bag and trick or treating. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. I don't know what this thing is. Circus oh, peanuts? Oh, yeah. they're these supposedly they're, they're yeah they're they're orange they're but they like kind but they're yeah they're shaped like a peanut and they're like kind of like a stiff marshmallowy kind of oh, material. No, no, no. And it, and, oh, they're but so it, bad. But they're like it, hard and like a horrible like bana- fake banana flavor yeah. or something. It's oh, terrible. It's the worst. I've never oh. seen these. That's no. Horrible. I will get the you some. The worst combination Thank of you. things. We'll get you <laughs> some. Must be a Massachusetts you. thing. Don't worry. We'll get them for you. Necco wafers are made in Massachusetts. Well, that's what it stands for. New England Candy Confectionery. A candy company or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Interesting, yeah. All right, yeah. There's. I, I stayed in a hotel in or near Boston that was right next to the factory that oh, they yeah, make yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right there. Cool. All right. Uh, 
Question two, have you seen anything interesting lately? And without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, we saw uh, James Bond. No time to die. Oh, how was it? No time to die. All right. It was good. It was good. Did he find time or no? Well, you know, I had It was based on other (laughs) movies that I hadn't seen. So, you know, it was kind of like, wait, who was that? They're together? Wait, who? That kind of thing. But in the the end, it gives you a lot to think about going forward. Let me just say this. I am old school James Bond. It's not that I don't like the rebooted series. Yeah. I, I do. I yeah. do. And I, I really like Casino Royale. Yeah. But it's not what I grew up with in a way. And so um, I think for those who like Daniel Craig and like the James Bond series that he's done, you're going to love this movie. I got to be honest. I was always one of those ones that was like, like I mean, when I was, you know, we're about the same age. Right. So it was always, well, Roger Moore was like the big James Bond at that time. You right. know, but before that was, I was always like Sean Connery is the best. I yeah. gotta be honest. I, I really like Daniel Craig as James Bond. I really do. I think he's great. I, I, look, it's it, a little more actiony and fighty. And oh he's, yeah, and he's like jacked, you know. And you know, he's like, yeah. there are a lot of action scenes. There are a lot of this, but you know, the thing I I just I find so much comfort in the old formula. You know, it's it's like the first five minutes is the tail end of a mission. Mm. Right. He's usually with a woman, and then or he gets this, and then then you know some he he saves the day. He he gets away or jumps out in a parachute with the English flag and then, and then the, on to the, the, next. The, the song comes on and you know dancing women and then he's back in London yeah. there was like a formula that I that I that I that I found a lot of comfort from they don't, they, don't, they, don't, mm. they kind of still do that not really they did in what's the last one I saw what was the one um Quantum of Solace, they did it. They did it in Casino Royale. No, so you're talking out your ass. No, not really. I mean, it, it's 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 not it's it's not the um, the same. Look, please, uh, Skyfall. You know, uh, so that's the one I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen oh, Skyfall that, yet. Uh, no spoilers. Yeah, I haven't seen Skyfall yet. So, and I, I it I I'm, it is right. I'm sure it is. Yeah. It was almost like you you when you each in the old James Bond movies of the 70s and and the 60s. It's like when you came in, it's like oh, like, it's like coming into like a, a TV show or movie late. You know, it's like okay, what's what? I'm I'm lost. What's going on? Where is he? Together, what's going yeah. on? And and then you know, there's a resolution, and then the credits. And I I think in even in Quantum of Solace, that was the continuation of Casino Royale. Yeah, I didn't love it. I liked Casino Royale. I didn't love Quantum of Solace. I so really I mean, I, look, I like the Daniel Craig movies. I do. I I although I I just realized after seeing this one, I missed Spectre. I'm like, how did I miss Spectre? I oh. saw it in the theater. Don't remember it. So I I have to catch it. Yeah. I. I before you see this one, yes, really, because yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, right. yeah, because right. right. yeah, it I'm took like, me another day or two to like think about like, wait, then why was this and who was that uh, and, uh, and then you know I asked Andy and then he's like, oh, I don't know, and then we went back to some friends that we saw it with and and they're like, oh yeah, because that's from the other movie. Ah, uh, oh, okay, it's ah, it's so wicked long. Yeah. They did not this this movie was it like three hours long or three something? hours long? Yeah, it's, it's, so, that is such know. a commitment. Yeah. I think I cannot handle that. I feel like James Bond is in that same it's the same kind of thing as like a classic band, right? Mm-hmm. Like a classic band where if they do the same thing, then they're going to be like they're just doing rehashing what they've done before. If they change it up, they're going to like, "Wow, they mixed it all up now. What are they doing?" Like yeah. the, it's like you can't really win. I right, feel like right. James Bond is in that same kind of vein, you know. Well, I, I normally I like the new stuff that bands do, 
But in, in, in this case, I don't know. I, I've just, I used to see all the James Bond movies when I was a kid. One of my best friends and I uh, in high school, like we made it our mission to see every single James Bond movie on videotape. Cool. And so I just, I have sort of my preferences. I like the Daniel Craig movies. I do. Uh, I'm, you won't be, the ones who like Daniel Craig movies will uh, the James Bond movies will not be disappointed with this right. at all. I thought it was. I said, yeah, it's solid. It's okay. All right, cool. And you two, thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Right on. Four thumbs up. <laughs> Four thumbs up. Yeah, great. Uh, question three: Do you have a local small business that you would like to plug? A place we recently started going to is the um, Izumi. Oh, Winter Locks. Yes. Okay, why are we doing this? No, don't do this. Everyone's going to find. <laughs> Oh no! Look at, I know. Listen, I know. Listen, that is a tough. that is a fine edge you have to dance on there because if you promote it, then more people are going to go. If you don't promote right. it, it's going to close. So I mean, right, you have to right. you have to kind of so Umi, um, Izumi, So Izumi, okay. it it's uh it's a great sushi place. Can you spell it for my weird hey. brain? I Z U M I. Ah, okay. okay. It's, it's now I can absorb across information. Across from the airport, it's on uh, Route seventy five in Windsor Locks. I feel like yes, I've been there. Yeah. It's a tiny little it's place, right? It's a tiny little yeah. place. It's yeah. like right next to the kind Smoke of a, a yeah, liquor store or something. And um it, but it's got great sushi, great mm. miso, great ramen, mm. um, great Mai Tais. Really? Yeah, great mm. Mai Tais. So let me tell you my sushi story and then why this restaurant is so good. So they let me guess, they sell tikka masala. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what happened to me is I got like one time after eating sushi and I used to love sushi yeah. and sashimi. And I mean, I just loved it. But one That's time uh, after having sushi, I got a stomach bug. That happened and, with Indian food one time. First time I had Indian food, I was off it for a long time. And yeah. and I could not, just a very smell. It's it's not even just, it wasn't just the um, the wasabi. It's like they use a, a, I don't know, they must use a vinegar or an mm-hmm. oil that's very particular. Yeah. yeah. Just the smell of that would, would turn my stomach. Mm. And so years, I'm, I, it may even be, you know, almost 20 years I hadn't had sushi. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friends recommended this place and said, this is the best sushi. And so we went there. And I got back on the sushi wagon because right. of this Nice. Place. I had a similar experience with corned beef hash. <laughs> and I didn't eat corned beef hash for probably 20 years. And you still have a thing with soft shell crab. Ooh. Yeah, she, she, she got sick on soft shell crab. And I, oh, I, that, I don't know if that's coming back. <laughs> but corned beef hash has corned oh. beef hash has yeah we found a couple great places delight. with really good corned beef hash so lately so that's great can I can I plug my website of course sure. alright so I have begun putting together um, playlists of what we were listening to 40 years ago so I go to Billboard magazine fun and I find out like what the number one hits were and uh, Billboard magazine was great at that time because they sh- they would tell you like what the different radio stations were playing so they would say like you know what is uh you know this hartford station playing you know they would sample it and then they would kind of have the the rock the most played uh songs on rock stations which back in uh when we were kids sort of the pop music stations were am radio stations and then like fm was like 
The bad boys? The, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like the teenagers listening to FM radio. No, yeah, yeah. Now, and the thing is, is like most people would listen, <laughs> you know, uh, to radio in their cars, and a lot of cars didn't even have FM. You know, mm. you, you know, if you had a car that had FM radio, it was a had, big you deal. You literally hit like buttons and went chunk and literally mechanically moved the thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly I remember right. that. I remember those. So <laughs> I, I, I kind of put together a list. I don't know. It's it maybe 20 songs. It's usually about uh, an uh, hour and a half of songs of just, and it's not just the hits. It's not just like the it's, number one songs. It's what like you a, would hear a, a, if you were listening to a, the radio. like a radio station, or I or that. you had a cool friend that's got a new album and said you're gonna love this band. And so some of the ones I go through, it's like like wow, I forgot about that song. Mm. Like, do you remember that song? I think it's, it's the band was um, Chillamark. Gone, gone, gone. You've been gone so long. You've been gone, gone, gone so long. No. Oh my! You you remember? That was so timed. anyway, <laughs> no, it was it was intentional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I put together these these playlists on um, on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. And to get it, you just go to my website, acidwashtimewarp.com. Acid wash time warp. Yep. Acid wash, not washed. No. Wash. Acid wash. Well. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, we loved it. It was our pleasure. Appreciate you so much. Happy Spooktober. Happy Spooktober. Folks, if you have not subscribed, please consider doing so. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. And do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody. We'll talk to you next week. Say bye. 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 (laughs) See you. For now.